Hey guys, welcome to the Blood Bourbon and Bull Podcast. It's Matthew here. I got kind of a weird episode this week. Um, we talked a couple weeks ago about you know what's been going on in my life and why I've been absent for a little bit. Um, so during that time, I actually did record a conversation with Josh. I uh, I, came, I recently came off my antidepressant and uh, we were talking about that. It was kind of a, a therapeutic thing for me. I was looking kind of just to get a video kind of journal or a, an audio journal of, you know, what, what I was going through and, and what's going on with, with coming off the antidepressant. I ended up losing, um, half of the full conversation we had. So, it, so it tails off kind of weird. Uh, but I really enjoyed this first part of the conversation. So I'm going to air it kind of as is. So here's Josh and I talking about me coming off the antidepressant and kind of the last, last part of the 2022 and first part of 2023. But one of the big things right now is I, uh, so right after, you know, the baby was born, uh, it made more sense to get on the same insurance plan because it was the same price for me to have the baby, her to have the baby or all three to us to be on hers. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. So having all three of them on mine was completely out of the question. It was too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but to add the baby to mine or the add the baby to hers was about the same price. And to add me to hers was right at what I'm paying for mine anyway, or was paying for mine anyway. So it just made sense to move to all three of us. Me not thinking about it because it's, it's a medication I've taken. I, the, the issue is I've had an issue every time I've switched insurance on this medication. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to name names just cause you know, whatever. Uh, it's it's just to say something. It's not available in generic, uh, right. and that's the issue. Um, so insurance doesn't want to pay for the name brand because they always want a prior authorization that I've tried everything else and you know blah blah blah. Um, but the issue is I have tried at least a half dozen cocktails, mm-hmm. depending on how you consider changing or like if you ch- if you count some of the dosage changes. Maybe closer to ten, you know, different different combinations of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I have a f- ten years of whatever I've been taking it since 2014, 2015, somewhere in there. Um, so yeah, I I have you know eight nine years of taking this medication of taking medications. I've only been on this one for the last two or three or three. When did I start it? I started in 2019, 18 or 19. 19. I started in 2019. Um, and I've had an issue cause I've lost jobs and stuff like that. So I've had several issues each time with prior authorizations and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of to shorten up a little bit, I switched from having a psychiatrist write the prescription to my primary care, um, this year. Mm-hmm. So when I went to go get the prior authorization, I don't think that the insurance liked that it was coming from a primary care and not a psychiatrist. Right. I can't verify any of this, right? This is all speculation. Right. Um, but I also know for a fact, this insurance company has covered this medication for me before. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably the most annoying part. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So kind of getting on into all that, I... So the insurance all switched over in December officially. And I went to go get the refill and they were like, okay, we got to get prior authorization. Kind of figured that that's fine, whatever. But I had, cause I kind of, I was going to refill 
a couple weeks early because I knew I was going to need it, right? Mm. I, or I knew I was going to have to jump through a couple extra hoops. Mm. Um, so we get to close to Christmas and I still haven't gotten anything. So I call him like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like, oh, your doctor never sent it in. So I call the doctor, doctor, whatever. It takes a whole week and a half because of Christmas and everything to kind of get everything sorted out. And I ran out of I ran out of my medication like a couple days after Christmas. So like the 28th, 2020, somewhere in the 29th, somewhere in there. Uh, I took my last pill. And this is the other weird thing too. I started, uh, I did start like half dosing because I was worried. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to drop off of it and then jump, be off of it for three or four days and then jump right back on it. Yeah. So I started every other day is what I was doing to kind of make the pill stretch a little longer. Um, so from basically whatever mid December through the end of December, I was, that's what I was doing. So I, I should have run out a little sooner than that. I didn't. So end of December, I ran out of pills. Uh, and then finally, the doctor got all the paperwork done the first week in January, and the insurance is, I think is denied it twice at this point. So I'm like, yes. And I, at this point, right, I've been off of it two weeks. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I got an appointment with my psychiatrist a couple weeks. I re-upped with him, so I can, I'm going to go in and talk to him uh, for obvious reasons. But I like after being, <laughs> after being off of it for two weeks, I... I don't know that I want to go back on it. Why? What makes you feel that way? <laughs> you don't have to ask a question like that. Well, um, <laughs> the kind of like, that's the right question to ask. Yeah. I will. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I'm going to, I'll, I'll explain it. I'm just, so this sounds really bad. I haven't felt, I don't know how to explain it, but for the first time in like eight years, I don't feel numb. Yeah. Like that sounds really bad, right? I'm getting sad and depressed and stuff like that, but like it's a weird it 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 makes me happy to feel that. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like emotion I forgot I had, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um so it hadn't helped. Like, and that's that's so I switched this medication because some of the other stuff was what it was doing was I say the way I describe it is I see like you see like an up and down kind of waveform. So what a lot of the medication was doing was was bringing my lows up and my highs down, right? So we're just making everything tighter. Mm-hmm. So that's why I switched to this one. And what it did is just, it more just brought my lows up. And I felt like it didn't touch my um it didn't touch my highs very much. But apparently I had been on something that had been muting my highs for so long that I didn't remember what real like what my normal high was. So I've also gotten some much better highs mm-hmm. uh, since being off medication. I've also gotten some lower lows, and I, but but it's been nice, I guess. There's a, I think it was a Churchill or someone, one, there's some famous politician somewhere around World War II. I want to say it might have been somewhere else, but basically he he describes it might have been a writer like Twain too. I don't know, someone like that, somewhere around that time frame. It's a weird time frame, but whatever. Somewhere in there, they talk about uh, depression being uh, a black dog. Right, that's that's how I describe it, and I, I I think I'm really cool with him hanging out right now, if that makes sense, right? Because I'm not suicidal like I like I was in the past a lot. Yeah. So it's more of just kind of like dealing with the emotion in a not healthier way. I don't mean like that, but just kind of letting it happen more. So like just kind of say that I've also cried probably. 
So I've cried twice since coming off the medication. I've also, and, and kind of to put that in perspective, since I started medication in general, I've quite cried twice. So in eight years, I cried about twice right. you know, over the course of eight years. And then both are tied to extreme loss. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the course of two or three weeks, I've also cried twice and it felt good. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's, I actually had, so it's not exactly the same, but I had a similar thing where when I first moved up here to like Atlanta, I like didn't know, I didn't have like a doctor to get my stuff. And so I like took, started, I was like running out of pills. So I started taking, I like mine, I could break in half. So I would break them in half. I just broke them in half to like make it last till I could get to the doctor. But Mm -hmm. in that time, it was kind of the same thing. I like started to like feel things again (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was like, it was nice, but I will say like for me, and this is something like, I feel like maybe you should look into. Um, So when I went to the doctor, I was like, this is like, this is the dosage that I like have a prescription for. And I was like, but like, I didn't have enough to make it like to here, like to today. So I was like, so I've been taking half. And I was like, but it feels good. She was like, okay, well then let's just write a prescription for like half. And I was like, okay, great. And what I will say, maybe look at like the half-life of whatever the medicine you're on is. Cause more than likely, like you probably still have some just like, you know, floating around and you don't want to go too far down. So let's say this, um, the medication I was on, I switched to it in 2019 Mm -hmm. And then the second half of 2019, I came off of it Mm -hmm. because I was having a lot of suicidal thoughts on it. Um, Like it jumped up about, you know, right after I started taking it. So my mood got really good and then suicidal thoughts shot up with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we talked to him. She was like, oh, yeah, we'll just go back to the last concoction you were on. You know, it was good, working good enough. Just deal with the numb. I was like, okay. And so we did that. And then after about six months of that, I was like, you know what? I'll deal with the suicidal thoughts. I don't really care. Like I preferred that feeling to this numb. Right. Yeah. Um, so we, I went back to her and I was like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking. This is what was happening. This is why we came off of it. And she goes, Oh, we'll cut it in half. See what happens. Um, so I'm at the lowest dose for this medication right now. Uh, I don't know if they do a half dose. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I have an appointment with my psychiatrist. I'm not like <laughs> yeah, not yeah. doing this cold turkey and like, yeah. And uh, I know better than the people that have degrees in this. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I am. I, I feel like I know my body better than they do, mm-hmm. right? And I, I can, I know how I feel better than they know. Probably better than I can describe it, right? Yeah. So that that's the struggle, right? Is I, I can, I tell, I can tell you how I feel probably better than you'll understand because I can't describe it that well. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll, we'll we will see what he says in a couple weeks. What were the two things that made you cry, or is that not in the in the eight years? No. Uh, recently. Oh. Uh. So t- technically, one is related to the last time I cried in the eight years, and the other time was just an overwhelming kind of. We've been going through a lot, right? We moved and. We've been broke and just a lot of like set, not setbacks, but just like rough times, right? 
So I cried just because I, I got overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know how we're getting out of this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that was that that was felt good. Uh, the other one did not feel as good. Um, so Charlie had to go to the vet Monday. Yeah. And uh, it's the same vet that we put Molly down at. Yeah. And it's whatever next week or two weeks from now is, is the one kind of one year since we put Molly down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this sounds really weird, right? I cried the day we put her down. Right. That was, that was the second time in eight years that I'd cried. Um, so I cried the day we put her down. We took Charlie to that vet and we actually were in the room that we put her down in. Whatever. When we adopted him six months ago, I was fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. Right. Yeah. Like, like, so obviously I, I kind of get right. I had to put my dog down that I'd had for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Like I cried. If I wouldn't have cried, I actually probably would have come off medication that day. Right. Um, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at this point, you've made me too numb. Um, so I, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, we were, I was back in that, that room or I wasn't even in the room. I was in the other room in the, in the vet, right? Where there's three rooms there. So I was in one of the other two rooms. Um, and yeah, it just, it hit me hard. So. Yeah, so I, that's what I'm saying. Neither one of them have been like, I stubbed my toe. Yeah. And plus, to be, and, and I don't know if you, I mean, we grew up together, right? I don't, I don't, I was never a huge, like, I was never a very emotional person mm-hmm. publicly anyway. Right. Even like behind closed doors, I didn't cry a lot or, you know, I didn't have a lot of emotions. It's actually probably more stoic than anything, right? Pre medication, but. I had not had emotion like that in years and years and years. And then I've had it a couple of times recently pretty well. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think like, I definitely understand, like I get like the appeal of it and I like, yeah. Cause that, I think like, um, like now that I've been in therapy and like my, med- I feel like I'm in a good place with my meds and like, it's not like I, not that I cry regularly, but like if it's, if it's warranted, it happens. And sometimes even yeah. if it's not, but it's, I, I, I roll with it. Like, but that's, <laughs> I think, and I think that's, that's kind of what I realized. Um, uh, if this airs, it, it, if it airs, it airs, right. I didn't, I didn't cry when Paul, when I found out Paul died. Yeah. Let me say that. Um, cause that, that actually happened the same week that we put Molly down. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would have cried when we put Molly down had Paul not died that week. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Right. I was, it was, it, it was because I was already in a terrible place. Yeah. You needed a, like you were, you had to like hit the threshold. Yeah. Like I was already in a terrible place when I hit the second terrible, pl- right. like when I had the second terrible thing happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think had them had both of those things happened independently of each other, I wouldn't have cried at either one. Yeah, and that was kind of not my wake up call, but that was kind of a moment where I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I, I should probably like pay it." So I, I paid attention to it over the last year. Let's say that, mm-hmm. but I kind of was at a point where I'm just I don't know that any, there's anything better, right? I'm, I'm on a there's I think a few years left on the patent for this drug, mm-hmm. so I'm not there's not a generic coming out anytime soon. Right. Um, so it's not like there are tons of new stuff that's, I mean, 
antidepressants, I guess, are a huge moneymaker, but no one's, yeah, I'm not going to find anything. They're all the same. Like they are and they aren't. If that, well, I think you told you, me about you, this before and it's, it's not like an SSRI. In it for, it's not, yeah, it's not your standard SSRI. It's, yeah, it's a different class. Like it's the first in a new class. Uh, yeah, it's the first in a new class. So there's not a ton of other things that are going to come around it. Um, and then it just kind of, yeah, so we, we will see. Um, talk to my psychiatrist and we'll kind of see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess, like, I guess when it first ran out, I was going to fight the, no, that was going to fight the insurance company, but I was going to start calling them like every day. And then a couple of days, I'm like, this, this isn't terrible. And then a couple of days, I'm like, you know what? I really like this. <laughs> and, you know, here we are now. You know, well, I don't, I don't know that I'm going back. But yeah, and that, that's other part of the reason I want to get back with the psychiatrist. I want to, I also want to, for lack of a better word, I want to, I want an easy, easy button if I need, uh, if I need to get back on something. Right. Right. So if, if a year and a half from now, I'm still good, I might cut up, not cut ties with a psychiatrist, but I might, you know, might not see you for two or three years. Right. Um, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. So I'm hoping to set up kind of, so I'm basically, I'm going to tell you the plan. This is just kind of going to go in and be like, I don't want to take anything. I want to see you every six months until I decide that I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a terrible way to say what I'm thinking, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to check in every six months, right? maybe sooner in case I need medicine. Like in case I need more meds, but yeah, I don't, I don't. And I, 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 and that's crazy. Cause I assume other people go through the same thing. Right. Yeah. Cause actually after when I was starting to, um, I joined a face group, Facebook group for the drug, like so users of you know this tr- antidepressant, mm-hmm. right? and everyone on there talks about it, and it's crazy because like I feel like people have like the people specifically on this Facebook group have way more problems than I have, like um, mental like issues that are they're they're like I didn't go to work today because I was too depressed. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, like I've never been there. Yeah. Like I've had suicidal thoughts all day when I was at work because I didn't want to be there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but never like not able to function in society Mm -hmm. because I was too depressed. Um, So kind of reading through that, I was like, "Ah, uh, so yeah, I don't, it's kind of, I don't, yeah, I, I know there's something better out there. I don't know that it's medication right now. And I'm in a better place. Oh, and then I've lost some weight. That's that's a big positive too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what my. So I actually <laughs> talked to my lady on Tuesday, and uh, or like yeah, two days ago, and I was like, I was like, yeah, like you know, I'm kind of like in like I think I like held off on seasonal depression, but I was like, I don't know, like you know, my like I kind of got it backwards because we hit the solstice, so it's like only up from here, and I was like, but like. I think I finally, I think it finally caught up to me. Like, I think I'm like seasonally depressed, like, but it's fine. Like I'm dealing with it. It's fine. And she was like, well, we can like up your well-butrin. And I was like, I was like, Ooh, I was like, that's the one that like people use to like lose weight and quit smoking. And it's like, it's, it's like, uh, like Adderall, but like not as like Adderall-y. And I was like, Ooh, I was like, like in my head, I'm like thinking like, that would be so good. Like, I bet I'd get so skinny on that. Like if we like doubled my dose, but then I was like, uh, I probably, I probably shouldn't. I was like, (laughs) when you, yeah, no, when you started it, did you have a weight, weight drop? 
Um, I think now. So I'm going to tell you this. I took Wellbutrin as part of one of my cocktails at one point. Yeah. Uh, I gained the most weight when I started Wellbutrin than any other drug I started. Oh yeah. Like Wellbutrin was the was the the add on that like really bump weight up. Mm-hmm. So, so it 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 did not give me the uh, loss in weight that a lot of the other ones that a lot of other people get from it. So, just saying, we share similar DNA. Good, good careful. to know. That would make me very sad. Yeah, that's like that. what I'm like. I was like, yeah, yeah. I like I can lose. Like, I I can't. Like, if I just like go on walks and like eat vegetables, like I get like smaller. So I'm like, it's not like I can't lose mm-hmm. weight. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't do the stuff that I need to do. So I was like, I probably yeah. don't need to like fuck around with like that because I think also like uh, the way that like I think of it is like I take Zoloft for my the Zoloft. Uh, is for my depression. So like, I don't know, but then the Wellbutrin is to kind of like offset the Zoloft. But if you get too much, it'll make me anxious. Like it, it has the, I don't know. It's like a double-edged sword, I guess. It, so I need just enough to offset like the sleepiness of the Zoloft and to like help it out. But if I get too much, then it'll make me anxious. So I was yeah, like, I, I don't want to, yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather be depressed than anxious like any day. So I'm just going to stick with what I'm taking now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was telling Sarah. I was like, yeah, I was like, Matt, we're recording a podcast at like six and like 17, it was like literally like however many minutes ago, I was like in 17 minutes. And she was like, Oh, like, like what's the topic? And I was like, Uh, I was like, He, his, his insurance doesn't cover his meds, so he hasn't taken them. I was like, It doesn't really sound like a topic, but it's what we're talking about. <laughs> so, the, and the other thing too, so there's a couple things I want to do with this. I don't know that this is going to make an episode. Let's yeah. say that to start with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is more than anything. It's a uh, it's a voice journal 